started everywhere. So hello, 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 everyone. It is me, Coach V, and welcome to the Freedom Reigns podcast. Y'all already know what time it is. It is all about helping my Christian ladies be free from religion and rules in order to tend to the past, successfully date, and win at kingdom love. When I say kingdom love, you already know that's God's love, self-love, and it's real love, okay? And freedom reigns. It's just one of those things, friendly reminder, you just need to stay close to God and hold on to your beliefs and values while you are out here in these dating streets, and everything will be good to go. Amen? Like, it's really not that difficult. So as the self-proclaimed new love strategist, I help marriage-minded Christian women date wisely so that they can win. I am a life dating and relationship coach. I'm also an online dating consultant with New Thing Life Coaching, where I coach and work with women on a path to healing, again, tending to the past and building a new love language. But you can learn more about me, the coaching business, etc., at www.newthinglifecoaching.com. Um, real quick, uh, new news. Really, there's nothing new, so to speak. This week, we've actually kicked off um, class four and week four of New Heart Academy. I had the ability to teach women about their God-given power and the assets that they possess as women and how it can actually help with winning at love. Like we had to touch on womanhood, submission, power, all of those things. So this is that one-stop win at love shop, as I keep saying. Ladies, it is not too late because even though that was class four, we still got eight more classes to go. So you can hop on in, get caught up for the weekend, and you'll be ready Wednesday night for class five, all right? So if you need some place to go when it comes to, you know, getting help with dating, healing, communication, boundaries, you know, any abandonment issues, daddy issues, understanding men, your love language, also while intentionally dating, this is for you. It is going to be renewing your heart because your current heart might be preventing you from winning at love. But I'll give more information on that towards the end um, for anyone who is interested in joining in. So the new love strategist is here right now talking to you because I am concerned, obviously, about helping Christian women win with kingdom love, right? And I do know that individuals have different variations and ideas of what love is. I know that a lot of times we do it in different ways. We define it differently. Um, We have, you know, ways on what we think love is, how it should be done, you know, when someone is loving you properly, when they're loving you too much, when they're not loving you, whatever the case might be. And, you know, I've been talking about how I used to be that person that would oftentimes say that, no, love isn't always enough. But of course, that's only because love the way that we do it and the way that sometimes we as humans know it, it's not always enough. Absolutely not. But kingdom love is enough, though. And when I say kingdom love, again, I'm talking about that holy trifecta that combines God's love, self-love, and real love that are all displayed in a relationship or a marriage, meaning each individual, they dwell in God's love, meaning each individual has developed self-love and on their own paths, they came across each other, (laughs) they joined together and they have real love, right? Like kingdom love is what I want each and every one of you to win at. If you are listening to this, I don't care like who you are, where you are, man, woman, whatever the case might be, black, white, Mexican, whatever the case might be. I seriously and legit want you to win at love because again, it's just a lot of us 
we've been failing at it. We're not doing it. Uh, we're not doing it right. We're not grasping it. We're not understanding it. We got to change that. But it's difficult to win if you don't comprehend the holiness of this trio and how they must all be present. And not understanding it is why and how many of you, um, you know, of course, just from knowing personally, of course, from coaching, you know, a lot of the questions and stuff like that that I receive, it's how I know that many of you, you're not doing very well in the dating department. It's why many are still single, though praying for a good godly man, you know, wanting to meet and come in contact with a good godly spouse. The thing we have to understand about God is that the love of God is pure. The love of God is authentic. The love of God is real. The love of God is not conditional. The love of God is palpable. Like it is something that we have to dwell in. And once we experience it, it leads to us loving ourselves better because that's just how powerful, like love really has so much power in it. Real love has so much power in it. So it's like when you dwell in God's love and you experience that love, it literally transforms you like it changes you so much and it's what it, it's how you end up developing self-love when you're saying hey like man just like experience the love of God and seeing how he loves me yet and still and how he loves me despite and loves me because and loves me regardless of it changes something inside of you and then you start to see yourself better you start to see yourself you know, in a different light, you start to see yourself as being worthy. You start to see yourself, you know, through the lens of God. And because of that, you now start to love yourself in a way that you've never loved yourself before. You now end up taking your self-love to a completely different level. And real self-love shows up in how you care for yourself. There are five things that truly show and reflect the love that you have for yourself. And I'm not going through all of that. I, I went through it in the past couple of episodes in this series. Um, and I also have a whole Ascend 21, the 21 day self-love challenge. It's on the website. But all of these things, it starts by you realizing how God truly views you. And then, drum roll, <laughs> that's when you get to real love with your match with the man you've been waiting on, with the man that you've been praying for. It is a love that is based on the emotions and the hormones and the chemicals from being in love. And those are paired together with the action, the intent, the principle, the intellectual decision to actually choose that person over and over and over again. And you allow your love to be evident in the actions, in the way that you treat them, in the way that you show up in that relationship real love is something that is healthy and a lot of you have not experienced it before and for the longest time i didn't either so it's like i would chase after the foreign you know or chase after the wrong love and or yeah chasing after the wrong love and then it was like the real love that looked foreign to me because i wasn't used to healthy love i wasn't used to safe love so i ran away from that you know and this is why i'm always talking about unpacking Right, like talking about unpacking your love box because if you don't unpack your love box and find out like, hey, why do I think this is what love is? Who told me that's what love is? Like, where did I get that from? Where did I pick that up from? Well, is this right and is it da 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 da? And the more that you really start thinking about things and then you start to challenge why that's what you have believed and then you look around and realize, hmm, well, maybe I've been struggling because I haven't been quite getting it right and da 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 da. It can be hard. 
it's definitely, it's not always easy once you have, um, once you start having things that start to challenge what you've always thought to be true. Once you start to experience things that challenge what you have always known and the way that you have always, you know, done things, it's not easy. This is something that I, I've seen a lot of people um, experience before. And I, I see how it, again, can be, it brings a lot of anxiety to it. Because again, a lot of us, if you have not experienced healthy, safe, real love, you might run from it because it's like, no, I, I don't know a love that looks like this. I don't know a love that that goes down this way. But real love is one that can only exist when you love God, you love yourself, and you know that God loves you as well. And kingdom love is something that represents all of this. Kingdom love represents all of this. Kingdom love is enough because kingdom love, it's a man and a woman who both understand and dwell in God's love. They both love themselves fully Therefore, they are able to love each other accurately. This love is enough. So I am in the middle of this podcast series called Kingdom Love, The Ultimate Goal. And I've been giving seven components, seven elements, seven aspects that are tied to kingdom love. And part one was grace and mercy. Part two was that kingdom love is selfless. And then part three is that kingdom love is seriously committed. And yeah, even if you are currently single, you should be evaluating these things. You should be, um, you know, looking to see how you're displaying these things and how men are displaying these things, you know, while dating so that you can choose wisely. You wanna make sure that again, men are displaying these things, but I need you to display these things as well. And since I help women with dating, I wanna to talk to you as far as ensuring that you are displaying these things. Because a lot of times I realize as women, we make everything about us, you know, just being selfish. And I need a man who's gonna do this and I need a man who's gonna show me this and da 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 da. What are you showing? Because once you start changing what you show and what you do, guess what? you'll end up attracting men naturally who do the same instead of going out there saying, no, I need a man who's doing this, doing this, doing that. And I'm looking, looking, looking for someone who's doing X, Y, Z. You can be the one who is displaying what it is you're looking for. And then boom, here it is. You end up attracting exactly what it is that you were wanting all along anyway. I want you to know what kingdom love is and how it looks. Because that way, as you successfully start to navigate the waters of modern dating, you will choose wisely. And that means you will bypass, run from, and overlook anything and anyone that doesn't embody this. So let's hop into it. The fourth component to kingdom love that we are going to talk about for a few minutes on today is R-E-S-P-E-C-T. We're going to talk about respect. Like, can we talk about respect for a bit, okay? I know I'm not a singer. I'm a coach at the end of the day, all right? I am from, like, Maya from Girlfriends always would say, I am an authorist. <laughs> like, I am not a singer. But no, seriously, can we talk about respect? Now, when you look at the actual definition of respect, okay, so it is defined as due regard 
for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. It is the due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. Now, also called esteem, it's a positive feeling or action shown towards someone or something considered important or held in high esteem or regard. It conveys a sense of admiration for good or valuable qualities. So respect is a way of treating or thinking about something or someone. Now, tying this into, you know, relationships, a healthy relationship, an enlightened relationship, one that has kingdom love on display, it cannot exist without respect. And respect definitely needs to be one of your love goals. We're not talking about relationship goals and all this other fuel, you know, foolishness, but you want to make sure that respect is one of your goals. Because what I've realized is that some of us, some of you, should I say a lot of ladies, they have no respect for men. There's like no respect. You want a man but then you don't respect yourself, you don't respect men, you don't respect God, but yet you want a love life. Make it make sense. It doesn't. Like it just there there you can't. You cannot make it make sense at all. Like <laughs> that's the crazy part about it. And you know, when I do like a lot of times like group coaching and then when I do um individual coaching with a lot of ladies, something that I do that I'll offer at some point is a relationship readiness assessment. And it asks about compromising in relationships and i was shocked at how many women actually answer no when they take that assessment as part of a readiness assessment they say no when it comes to compromising in a relationship i i, I confusion i don't understand talking openly and honestly with your partner listening to your partner, valuing each other's feelings and needs, compromising with your partner. This is all part of respect. Because again, it's the due regard for the feelings, wishes, and rights and traditions of another person. And again, when you do it, it conveys that sense of admiration at the same time. These things are all a part of respect. Otherwise, it's all about you, it's all about your needs, and it's all about what you want. And at the end of the day, the reason that that's a problem is because that is selfish. <laughs> and we already talked, what, last week about how real love or, you know, kingdom love is selfless. So a lot of times when we make everything about us and what we want and whatever else the case might be, that is very, very selfish. And I love Ephesians 5.33. It says, you know, let each one of you love his wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. In certain translations, like it, it talks about treating your husband with reverential obedience. So yes, I know that obviously a lot of you're single, right? So therefore being single, you don't have a husband. This is why you have to learn these things now and put them into practice. You have to understand and start your transformation process. Otherwise, you're not going to get to where you want to be. Too many times we're so quick to say, oh, well, yeah, I'll do that when I get married. 
Oh, I'll do that when I actually have a husband. Oh, yeah, when you put a ring on it is when I'll start doing that and blah, 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 blah. Nah, cut it out. Like I said, mindset starts now at the end of the day. And what some of you aren't currently grasping when it comes to respect is that like a lot of times people think, well, respect has to be earned. Where does it say that at? I'm just, I'm asking the Christians. Where does it say that respect is something that has to be earned? I don't see that in my Bible, but if anyone does, please let me know because I don't mind being corrected. But you can't talk about, oh, I only do this because he does this or well, men today do this. So da, 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 da. And that's why I do this. But no, I'll make sure that when I get married, I'll change this and did it. No, even when it comes to dating, no, until you're my man, I don't have to do this. And I don't have, you're not ready for a relationship then you, cause you can't even handle dating very well because respect is the due regard for the feelings, <laughs> wishes, rights, or traditions of others. You can't say that you want love. You can't say that you want real love. You can't say that you want kingdom love. But yet, even in the dating stage, you don't even respect him as a man. It doesn't make any sense. Deuteronomy 22.9, the easy translation, it says, you must not plant two different kinds of seed in your field. If you do that, nothing will grow well in that field. The fruit will not be good. So what does this mean for singles? It means you can't plant seeds of discord and expect to reap a harvest. That doesn't make sense. You can't do that. You can't say, oh, well, this is the kind of love that I want. This is the kind of love that I desire. This is what I'm praying for. This is what I know that I, you know, deserve. I know that this is what God is going to give me. But if you're disrespectful, if you're disregarding a man's thoughts and feelings and whatever else, then you are planting seeds of discord, but you're expecting to reap a harvest. It, it just, it doesn't work. So respect, what does that look like in a romantic relationship? So each week, you know, I've been talking about how a relationship can be any kind that exists between two people, right? I know we always say, oh, I want to be in a relationship. You're already in a relationship. Like you're always in a relationship with someone. If it's two people, that's a relationship, right? And of course, now when you think about romance, whether friends, dating, courting, getting to know someone, whatever, that is a relationship. Now, again, there are relationships and then there are couples. I explained this in part one. Couples, like that means we are together, like we were individual in the relationship. We have decided we are together at this point. So a relationship without respect, I already said, that does not embody kingdom love. But it's understanding that in a relationship, and especially once you, you're, you know, talking about wanting to be a, a couple, like you're wanting to join together with someone. Now, respect is definitely something that has to be mutual. And I've been saying like every week, like everything I'm talking about, it's mutual, Right. So, of course, even when dating, before even thinking about getting to the couple aspect or, you know, whatever kind of relationship you end up having with a man, you want a man who respects you at the end of the day. Again, it, it all has to be, it has to be mutual, every single bit of it, right? So, yeah, you want a man who respects you. Like, does he respect your time? Does he respect your boundaries? Does he respect you as a woman? Is he you know, uh, overlooking certain things that you've already, and I'm talking about like big things that you've already, you know, mentioned or whatever, like for those who are abstinent virgins, whatever, is he still, you know, trying to make physical, um, you know, physical contact or doing certain things that you have already made it clear that you are not comfortable with? Does he, you know, call you out your name and not even just a man who respects you, you got to pay attention to 
how they treat others? Does he respect, you know, those who serve and who wait and who, you know, tend to you all? Like, does he respect the cashiers and whatever else, like whatever, like any place that you end up going, you have to look to see how this man is when it comes to the regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, and traditions of you and of all the other people around. So those things are absolutely important to pay attention to. And then of course, ladies, like we want to make sure that we are respecting them as well. Like you have to take the time to show respect for a man. Like one of the most basic needs that a man has is respect. One of the most basic needs that a man has is respect. So if there, a man is not being respected. And let me tell you something, don't think, that sometimes just because a man stays or stays connected to you or whatever else that he's happy or that you're the only one or whatever else the case might be. Cause I think sometimes we think just because a man stays put, that actually means something. Not always, not always. But when you want to have certain things reciprocated and you want to be cherished and you want to be valued and you want it to be, you know, you want to be treated a certain way, then you need to make sure that you are respecting him as a man first and foremost. And that means you can like, we can leave like that. Me and my best friend, we were literally just talking about this. Like, and it can be hard because I get that a lot of us, uh, you know, things that we went through in the past, you know, previous relationships. And again, especially, you know, majority of my clients have, you know, some issues with, you know, daddy issues and stuff like that. So it can be hard because it's like you, you were never really, you didn't really have a lot of men around. Like, I hate to say to respect, because like I said, respect is not something that has to be earned, but you don't really maybe have men around and, you know, men who actually raised you and showed you what love and whatever is like. And, you know, maybe you made some bad decisions in relationships and you really tried to make those relationships work because of your need for love and validation. You know, especially if you have not really gone through that healing process yet when it comes to certain things. So it can be one of those things where it's like you struggle to show respect, you struggle to treat a man like a man, you know, you struggle to do whatever the case might be, because again, a lot of these things are foreign. I get all of that. So sometimes it, it doesn't seem like much of anything for you to make a decision without consulting or demanding your own way or nagging or name calling or hanging up on him or ignoring him or embarrassing him in front of other people or, you know, doing something on social media that you know he is going to feel some type of way about, intentionally doing anything that you know he is going to have a certain reaction to, but that's what you're wanting to see happen anyway, because, you know, you're feeling some type of way, so now you want to get back at him and tit for tat and da-da-da-da-da. That is not respect. That is not respect at all. But respect via kingdom love is saying, hey... I am willingly choosing to have a regard for the way you feel and for what you wish. I want to positively show you that you matter to me. I consider you important. I hold you in a certain regard. It's showing that you truly do admire him. You know, just even if nothing else, just for being a man, like this is what respect is all about. And that's how it shows up via kingdom love. So ladies, you have to start showing respect to men now, even if you are single, even if you are dating, 
whatever. Like that is something that you have to start with. It's not something that you save for when you're in a committed relationship or that you save for when you're engaged or you save for when you're married. No, that has to be something that is the standard. All right. You know, I talk about the GIO, the getting it on experiment. And, you know, that was that thing where I was, you know, interviewing a lot of, you know, men to find out what they want and how they feel about certain things and whatever else. So, of course, that, you know, combined with my professional background and expertise as a dating coach and then actually speaking to other men, that's when I wrote the Getting It On ebook that's on my site. And it was interesting when I spent time communicating with a lot of men, learning that a lot of them, they look at how a woman respects them in general, but also how a woman respects them as a man. Now, I didn't say anything about, you know, them looking for a woman to control or them talking about submission or anything like that, um, which y'all know I already say anyway, like a submissive spirit, even while dating is something that is important. But a lot of men, they look at how a woman respects them as a man. They look at, you know, like, hey, is she going to challenge my manhood? You know, is she what we falsely claim to be alpha female, even though there's really no such thing as an alpha female, and I will stand by that. But, you know, when I talk about even the submissive spirit, you can show that you are a woman who can be led. You can show that you are able to follow a man even without like allowing him to dictate certain things while you're dating or whatever else. Like we, we have this warped thing as far as submission is concerned. I'm not even getting into all of that. So <clears throat> yeah, a lot of people just do not understand submission, but I'm not even getting into it. But even once, you know, talking to these men again, this boils down to showing that you can respect the role and position of a man. Well, at least I don't know what kind of man you ladies want but for me like it's all about like <laughs> a man's man right like you want i want a man who can lead and you know i have my coaching business and i have my nonprofit. i have my accounting business i have two teenagers there's a lot that i have to do i go to bed tired every night where i'm just like oh my god like there's so much on my plate right so yeah, I look forward to, you know, finally getting married and allowing him to take over, allowing someone else to be in control. And I say again, control, but again, that does not mean that they're going to be, you know, ruling over you with an iron fist. That's not what submission means, but allowing someone else to make a lot of this, this decisions like, yeah, us, you know, consulting and talking about it and whatever else, but ultimately saying, hey, like I paid attention to your character when we were dating. So I know that I can trust you. I know that you are capable of leading me and these children. That's what it is all about. So you have to determine that you are going to be able to respect the role and position of a man. And then you have to think about it. What kind of man do you want? Start there. What kind of man do you want when you think about getting married? When you think about, okay, if you met a man, if you were to get married, you know, here within like the next year, when you think about 10 years from now, what kind of man would you actually be happy with? What kind of man can you say, I have no regrets about marrying him? That's what you have to think about. And once you get to that point, then you need to pay attention to what you are planting in this season. You have to pay attention to your thoughts, your words, and your actions in this season. As I always say, those TWA seeds, 
What do you think about men? What do you speak about men? What do your actions show when it comes to men? What do you believe about men? How do you respond to, react to, and treat men? And it seems crazy, but what I do know is that many women are harboring bitterness towards a man that hurt them, whether it be a father, an uncle, an ex, whatever. And because of this, they see all men in the same light. They see all men in the same light. And you have to realize that this is a seed. Your thoughts that you meditate on become things that manifest in your life at the end of the day. So when you think about that, like it should really put things into perspective, like, man, the things that I am thinking, speaking and doing, what am I going to end up reaping from this? You know, Galatians says, like, do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. You will reap whatever it is you sow. So what are your TWA seeds sowing? What are they sowing? The thing about kingdom love is that it represents God. And it's pure. It's patient. It's beautiful. It's captivating. It's mesmerizing. And your actions towards a man must be the same even if it's on the first date. Because I always tell women, you can love a man on the first date. I didn't say give him your heart. I didn't say commit to him. I didn't see, I didn't say, you know, be loyal on the first date. But you can love a man on the first date from day one because again, love is patient, love is kind. You know, like all of these things that represent God. And y'all know, like I've repeatedly, I've spoken about me being, you know, emotionally unstable in the past. And of course, along with that came disrespect. I didn't respect men. No, because I was still not doing very well in the vulnerability department. So I was not about to let my walls down for someone who might end up hurting me. So not only did I not let my walls down, I had them like way, way up, like all the way up which was also sometimes me being a little bit disrespectful because I wanted to see if I could push a man like so, 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 so far, but that he loved me enough that he would still want to stay. And I know it, it sounds stupid. It sounds crazy. But in my mind, that made sense at the time. Because again, when you have certain things that you have not tended to and dealt with, that's what you do. And that's what I was doing. I just wanted to see like, even with attitude and disrespect, is, a, is he still going to stay? Because most men are not going to put up with that. So if he actually stays, then I know that that means he cares about me. And he loves me for real. Because again, when you're a broken little girl inside, all you want is validation. But the thing is that eventually you heal, you evolve, you grow and transform. And the foolery goes out the window. At least it should. It's supposed to. But that disrespect stuff, we got to put that down. It's not ladylike for one. It's not Christ-like for two. And it's not going to get you anywhere. Like you will remain single. Months back, I will just say for me, uh, several months ago, I, I tried that with him. I got out of line one time on the phone. And then even in the text messages after I immediately got off the phone. Like, disrespectful. 
<laughs> Let's just say, no, ma'am, he was not having it. And I knew to never try that again, all right? Like, never. But in New Heart Academy, you know, it's all about me helping women transform so they can win. And it's examining, you know, components of God and self and love and all of these other things to set women up with intentional dating skills once they have a new heart because it's all about a heart transformation. And the thing is, and the reason I, I created that academy is stubborn, stony hearts prevent you from understanding men. Stubborn, stony hearts prevent you from cherishing men. Stubborn, stony hearts will prevent you from respecting men. And something I, you know, I'm always trying to figure out and I'll talk to, you know, I, I listen to women and I read certain things and whatever else, but it's like, do you believe that you're the good thing and that men are second best in God's eyes? Because a lot of women, I realize like a lot of you treat men like second class citizens. Like, and it might sound crazy, but there are a lot of you who are like this. There are a lot of women who are like this and a lot of you like this is you. I will say that for me, I was frustrated because of all that I went through with men, what they had done and what they didn't do. And then I was mad at myself for a lot of the things that I, that I did. Truth be told, I was mad at myself because I did a lot for the wrong men. I gave away a lot for the wrong men, men that deserved none of what I gave none. Like my ex from college, he did a number on me. So it was hard for me to show respect and be calm and quiet and, you know, to be ladylike because I didn't want to get hurt again. I was like, no, like I see what happened previously. Like I didn't want to go through that again. So after that relationship that I got with my children's father, there wasn't much respect there either. I'll be honest. And especially since he wasn't like, he wasn't fulfilling uh, financial obligations but yet always talking about submission. Yeah, I ran out of respect. I'm like, what? Dude, are you serious? <clears throat> now again, obviously we, we weren't married, so there were things to think about there, but the one thing that I, I you know, of course I keep in mind now, you know, as I even back to me was saying the whole submissive spirit, but the reason this is something that women that we have to put into practice now because the Bible says period submit to your husbands now of course in Ephesians all together it talks about mutual submission yes out of reverence for Christ but yes it does say that wives are to submit to their husbands who are the authority it's not submission submission isn't saying hey just submit as long as you're happy or submit as long as the bills are paid. No. It says submit to your husbands. So again, this is why I'm so big on being a dating coach and making sure that women choose wisely now because if you choose wisely now, guess what? Then submitting to your husbands is not going to be a problem. Because you will be marrying the man that you chose. And even when it comes to respect, respect isn't showing respect as long as you're happy. It's not about showing respect as long as he's showing love. No, it says respect. These are required and we must learn this now. Get in the habit of doing these things now and prepare 
determined in advance that we will do these things in a relationship, that we will do these things like married. I always say we're the prize, but so are they. Men are the prize too. That's one of the upcoming courses as well in New Heart Academy in a couple of weeks, dual prize mentality. Because this whole no, like I'm the woman and I got to do this and da 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 da. Mm-mm. You have to freely give a man what you're wanting a man and God to give to you. Grace. Mercy. Selflessness. And respect. And obviously knowing these things now and adjusting accordingly, they will pour into your marriage. I'm going to say this every single week because I want you to get it. Your title changes overnight when you get married, but the mindset shift takes place now. You have to take on a wife mentality as in starting the transformation process now, like right, right now. I don't care if you're not even dating right now. You still have to put all of these things into practice now. Like this is something that God was showing me like over the past couple of years. Like there are some things that I need you to change your mindset on now. And I'm like, oh God, okay. And I've been working on it. So it's like, and then it's like, I start working on those things and it's like, you know, boom, me and him get together. And I'm like, okay, so God, this is why you're preparing me. This is a, um, so again, it's mindset and mentality now. The good thing about dating is like, it's kind of like practicing a little bit. <laughs> I always say it's like dating. You get to, you get to practice relationships when it comes to dating. That's all of this. But let me just say this as well. Self-respect, okay? Self-respect. I always say that self-respect is the crowning element of the selfie circle that I teach via New Thing Life Coaching. I'm always talking about self-esteem, which leads to self-worth, which leads to self-acceptance, which leads to self-love, which then self-respect. So that's like that crowning element. And what you have to understand, your words, your actions, the things that you do, the clothes you wear, your spending habits, your loyalty, your dedication, your devotion, your communication style, method, choice of words, and so much more are all seeds and are all signs of respect. And before you can respect a man, before you can respect anyone else, you have to know yourself and respect yourself, period. So again, think about your words, your actions, the things you do, the clothes you wear, your spending habits, your loyalty, your dedication. When you think about commitment, devotion, communication, all of these things, those are all seeds. They are all signs of respect. So do your TWA seeds show that you respect yourself? Because before you can respect a man or anyone else, you have to know yourself and respect yourself, period. And if you're just kind of like, hmm, maybe I need some help, then you really need to like either come into New Heart Academy or if you're just like, or you want to go into another program or need some help, I got you. Let's go. 
But I'm going to close with this. There are five ways to give respect in a relationship, okay? And again, I know that most of my audience, singles who are dating, or, or you know, at least wanting to date, or they're trying to date, or trying to get a date. Here are five things that you need to know, period, okay? Five ways to give respect in a relationship. Because you need to know these even now. One, you have to demonstrate trust. You have to demonstrate trust. I know a lot of times we think that love is the most important factor of a relationship, but it's not. It's not. Love is not the most important factor of a relationship. Guess what? Because a lot of people are like, no, it's communicate. Communication is not <laughs> the most important aspect of a relationship. Trust is. Trust is the most important aspect of a relationship. A relationship cannot be successful. It cannot be healthy. It cannot be any of those things if trust is not there. Because when you trust someone, it's going to be easy for you to love them. When you trust them and you trust them like, you know, with your heart and whatever else, and that mutual trust is there, it's going to be easy for you to communicate. You won't have to worry about, <laughs> you don't have to worry about like going to discussion boards and asking everybody else's opinions on how to talk about whatever. No, when you, when trust is there, you'll know how to communicate. Literally an episode last year in the Love Goal series via this podcast was just on trust. So even when it comes to dating, ladies, don't be so quick to, brush a man off when he says something or assume that he's lying because that's one of the problems with dating today women i'm sorry i love us but we can you see my air quotes <laughs> we we can be very selfish we can be very all about us and but a lot of times again it's past hurts and other foolishness there's a, we'll brush a man off. We assume that he's lying and whatever else. And we'll just, ah, nah, he said whatever. And I don't buy that next year. I blocked him. I'm like, what? Well, you blocked him for what? And just because you assumed he was lying. Why? That's your insecurity showing. That's your fear of abandonment showing. That's your lack of tending to something in the past that causes you to be easily triggered. Like distrust is a symptom of something else. So demonstrating trust in a relationship with someone, that is like one way to give respect, believe it or not. Here's a second way that you give respect in a relationship. I think I was also streaming this on, I was like, I'm talking to ladies, but I know I was streaming on Facebook at one point. So I'm sure men are listening and that's cool too. Number two, be mindful of how you communicate. Be mindful of how you communicate. So something that I always say, there are, six C's when it comes to communication, but content, consistency, compassion, comprehension, creativity, clarity, you have to be mindful of how you communicate. So again, everyone always says that communication is the most important aspect of a relationship. Not quite. Because I, I kind of say that comprehension is because you have to communicate in a way that your partner comprehends because if they don't comprehend what you are saying, guess what? You are not communicating effectively. And even then, sometimes we can be disrespectful in our communication because we're lacking another one of those C's, compassion. 
and content. We want to start bringing up things that have nothing to do with the issue at hand. That's not really showing respect. Was Why are you trying to overload your partner with all of these things? That's not showing a positive regard for their feelings. So you have to be mindful of how you communicate. The way that you communicate shows your level of respect. Again, this is literally another upcoming class on this alone in New Heart Academy because we are not good at communicating, but we are very good at overusing the word communication. Houseway. Even in dating, the way that you communicate to and with a man, it shows the level of respect that you have for him. And regardless of what you say, it also kind of shows the level of respect that you have for yourself. Because again, the way that you treat others, <laughs> it's an indication of how you feel for yourself. I am missing a whole lot of comments over here on the Podbean app. My screen blanked out. The dude Sean says, if you're on your purpose for God, you will find you will find your spouse. Listen, the dude Sean. I talk about that a lot. If you're on your purpose for God, you will find your spouse. Listen, <laughs> I'm going to not even get, I'm not going to allow myself to get sidetracked. Okay. But this is something so big, you know, again, as far as Christians are concerned, because we, it's like today we put so much effort into, I want to mate, I want to mate, I want to find somebody dating is stressful. Dating is this and da, 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 da. I'm like, how about this? How about you? Walk in your purpose, serve God, and get to work. Because everyone who just happened to stumble upon their spouses in the Bible, guess what? They were working. Every woman, they were working and walking in purpose when they met their spouse. Now, me, obviously, I'm a dating coach. I'm also an online dating consultant. Um, so, and I have no problems as far as online dating. But even then, I make sure when women come to me, I'm like, no, I, let's do a consultation. Let's make sure that I can help you first. Because if you're coming saying, hey, I want to find a man, I am not the coach for you. Now, if you want me to help you, you know, get yourself together and yeah, we can talk about the online dating profile and make sure that you are, you know, do you know your purpose and what are you working on? And let's talk about, you know, finances. Let's talk about emotional stability. Let's talk about mental health. Let's talk about your physical health, your social circle. Let's make sure that you know who you are. Right. Like I always talk about core three, like your core identity, your core values, your core beliefs. Like, let's make sure we go through all of those things, because if you don't know yourself, if you don't know God, if you don't know your purpose, you should not be dating. That's just my opinion. I could be wrong or, you know, I'm, I'm that's that's what I build my business around. But I'm sure others are different. I'm not here to help people just connect and meet anybody. That's not what I do. Not at all. So. But I'm going to leave that alone because I get sidetracked very quickly. So, yes, just keep in mind, even the way that you communicate shows the respect that you have for that person. And yes, that goes with dating as well. And ladies, here's something that you have to work on, because it's funny that a lot of times women think that they can nag a man into committing or they can nag a man into changing. Or they can give an ultimatum. First of all, there are like three or four different scriptures and Proverbs that talks about the nagging wife. <laughs> and do you really want to be with someone that you have to force into changing? Like force things tend to break. 
And I don't want anyone committing to me out of pressure and demanding their own way is wrong, at least according to 1 Corinthians 13. That is not love. So get it together, all right? Number three, another way to give respect in a relationship, be reliable and accountable. Be reliable and accountable. If you're not dependable, if you're not reliable, you're not respectful, period. Again, last week's episode, I spoke on kingdom love is seriously committed. This precedes respect. Like you have to show that you're you're committed to the process, you're committed to getting to know that person, the whole nine. But you have to keep your word. Don't lie about who you are. Don't lie about what you offer. Don't lie about what you do. Don't lie about what you can do. This is another big one in dating. And yeah, I see this with a lot of ladies. They, they try to oversell themselves. And I'm like, no, this is where you need to sit this season out and work on you and develop some self-awareness. And again, go through that selfie circle with self-esteem, self-worth, self-acceptance, self-love, self-respect. Because when you know yourself and you love yourself and you accept yourself and you respect yourself, you don't have to lie about what you can do and what you offer. You don't have to try to sell yourself to a man. You can walk around with straight confidence saying, I know who I am and what I offer and either a real man is going to see it and want it or he won't. So just be reliable, be accountable, keep your word. Don't No lies, no, no foolishness. Uh-uh, we're not doing that. Number four. Number four, another way to give respect in a relationship, I don't care how serious y'all are, encourage time apart. Encourage time apart. People who are dating don't understand this. This is one of those questions that I see, um, that I read, that I get asked. And I'm just like, where did all these unrealistic expectations come from early on? Well, if a man can go a couple of days without talking to me, I'm like, well, is that your your man man? Like, are y'all together together? Like couple, are you engaged? I mean, like, I mean, no, we've been, we've gone on a couple of dates and da 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 da. So you're mad because he has not reached out to you in two days? That's really not that big of a deal. It's really not. I did a blog on the site about when he pulls away or something like that. Um, and just talk like men will kind of back up a little bit sometimes. And it has nothing to do with us. A lot of times, again, being selfish, we make everything about, oh, he's playing games or he's with someone else. Or he's wanting me to chase after him. What if he's just going through something that has nothing to do with you? What if he's just trying to process his feelings? What if he is, you know, because sometimes men, believe it or not, they're like, okay, like, hey, I'm, they're kind of realizing like, oh, okay, I'm kind of really feeling her. And sometimes they don't know how to handle it and whatever. So sometimes they might back up just a tiny bit, not even realizing they're backing up, but they know that they're going to talk to you again. But women make it all like, oh, what about me? And he stopped talking to me. You have to encourage time apart and you have to accept time apart. And even in an actual relation, like if you're a couple, whatever. Now, of course, even when you get married, like that's still one of those, like, having time with your friends and having time with his friends and whatever else and something like that's healthy. That's normal. That's, that's a respect thing. Believe it or not. Like y'all know I'm always talking about my neighbor who I just absolutely love. And it was so funny. I put the picture of up of us together on Facebook and everyone just assumed that that was 
the man that I'm involved with. I'm like, no, that is my neighbor slash best friend. Like he's actually friend before neighbor. Like I, I love him. We're super, super close, but that's something that he and I always argue about because when he's in a relationship, he's like, no, like I want to be around her all the time. And I love, and oh my God, I've not heard back from her. And like, you know, two hours and I'm like, dude, chill out. <laughs> like it's really not that big of a deal, but you have to like, that is a respect thing. But sometimes when we can be so needy that again, it signifies something that we have going on inside of us. Like that's an us thing, but encouraging time apart is another way of showing respect. And lastly, number five, the fifth way that you show respect in a relationship, you appreciate each other's differences. You appreciate each other's differences. When I was talking about core three earlier, when I say number one is core identity, you have to know who you are to your core and you have to be able to stand on that unapologetically. You have to know you because before you start dating, the goal is to make sure that you find someone who accepts you and who likes you for you, but they can only do that if you know you and you can display that confidently. And then core values, saying like, these are the things I value, whether it's faith, whether it's you know family time, education, whatever. You wanna make sure that you have someone who shares the same values as you. Because if that's who you're gonna end up, you know, potentially building a life with, you want to make sure that y'all share, you know, again, that y'all value the same things. Otherwise, it's gonna be hard for the marriage to work. And then third, core beliefs. You just want someone who will respect your beliefs. You don't have to share the same beliefs for a relationship to work. I know that is hard to believe right now with this crazy world that we are living in. And it's like, God forbid, there's a Democrat and a Republican that can't be friends or black and a white person that can't be like whatever, like y'all, that is craziness. So you don't have to even share the same beliefs on anything. But at the end of the day, it's about respecting the other person's belief and appreciating the differences. That's how you show respect. Again, my neighbor, my this guy who, like I said, best friend, we, we have many differences of opinions. And sometimes the neighbors, like when he and I start talking about certain things, like some people get a little bit nervous, like, okay, is this about to start an argument? Of course, now everyone knows it's not going to happen, but we are... You're like, I'm black, he's white. I think we're both independent, even though it's like for years, I was typically like, whatever. But even, you know, when it comes to politics, um, when it comes to so many, like, but we sit out there and we talk about race, we talk about police, we talk about Republicans, we talk about Democrats, we talk about how we hate all politicians, so it really doesn't matter. We talk about religion, we talk every single thing. And even if we have completely different views, we hear each other out, we can have a conversation, we laugh about it, we crack jokes at the end of the night, all right, hugs, I love you, see you tomorrow. Yep, same time, same place, you already know it. Appreciate differences. That is what respect is all about. And if you struggle with respecting somebody else's beliefs, mm, you need to figure out why that is. Because you can absolutely have a healthy relationship with someone and y'all not believe in the same things and y'all be completely different. That is one of those big compatibility myths. Everyone thinks that you just... Oh my God, we like the same music. We like the same things. We vote the same way. We feel the same way about this. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But you got to go a little bit deeper than that, okay? Like it has to go deeper than that. Listen, I hope this was able to shine some light when it comes or shed some light, whatever's the proper, I'm tired. But <laughs> shed some light when it comes to respect, when it comes to kingdom love, the whole nine. And of course, each week, 
I will be back with another component or aspect, so to speak, of kingdom love that you should know, desire, and seek to implement now in this season, whichever season you, you're in. Because again, I know that you want to win at kingdom love, but you have to renew your mind. You have to renew your heart. Because once you renew your mind and once you renew your heart, the game will absolutely change for you. I promise you. You'll be surprised at what you start to attract once you change. Instead, we're out here looking for people and we want to determine, you know, what they're going to be. And we're like, nope, I need someone who's going to be blip, blip, blip. All you have to do is become the person that the person that you're praying for is looking for. And you'll start to attract that person. So let that be that. All right. Ladies, y'all already know I'm the new love strategist. I'm a coach here to help you win. If you know that you have some work that needs to be done, you can enroll in New Heart Academy at newthinglifecoaching.com forward slash NHA. That is my 12 sector academy. There is a lot of work, like a lot. Like these ladies are looking at me each week like, oh my God, like I thought class one was hard. Oh my God, I thought class two was hard. Because I really want you to transform and do the work, all right? So that you can win. That one-stop Win at Love shop that has helped ladies before you find and win at love. Again, details at newthinglifecoaching.com forward slash NHA. Um, of course, thank you to those who are tuning in to the podcast, whichever streaming platform you are on. I know this is being shared a couple of different places. Thank you for those who share it, those who sponsor it, the whole nine. You can follow me on Instagram, New Thing Life Coaching. Like me on Facebook, New Thing Life Coaching. If you are a single Christian woman, you can come into the Sash Tribe on Facebook, private community. A couple of hundred women. I just like to motivate, inspire, encourage the whole nine. But God bless you all. I pray that you all have a super fantastic weekend. I would say do something fun, but again, it's getting crazy. Do something fun at home. How about that? Let's just leave it at that. But y'all be blessed and I'll talk to you all later. Bye.